You are listening to Redefining Disability, an adaptive sports podcast brought to you by Move United. I am your host, Sean Butcher, and I have the privilege of serving as the editor of Move United Magazine, the nation's leading adaptive sports publication. Each week, tune in to hear how sports have made it possible for our nation's adaptive athletes, training tips from the best coaches and program leaders, and news on the latest technology, equipment, and trends in the industry. Born without a right foot and a severely clubbed left foot, Kim Moore would play various sports as a youth. But then she found golf and realized she could compete at that sport at a high level, earning a scholarship to play collegiate golf at the University of Indianapolis. She is now the head golf coach at Western Michigan University and just won the U.S. Adaptive Open Golf Tournament at Pinehurst. So, Kim, I, I'm glad to, to, to chat with you today. I thought we'd just start by, uh, you know, talking about you, learning a little bit more about you and your background, and uh, particularly how you got involved in uh, sport and golf specifically. Yeah, so um, um, I was born without a right foot, uh, born with a severe club left foot, uh, in a case of spina bifida as well. Um, so I've had uh, my disability all my life. Um but I grew up playing sports, grew up in a sports family. Uh, I have a six, nine dad and a six, eight brother, and we were a big basketball family. Um, and, you know, being in Indiana is where I grew up. That's uh, definitely a Hoosier town. So um, basketball was kind of in my blood, but um, as I grew up and got into high school and things like that, um, obviously the game got a little faster and I'm not the fastest runner in the world. And so um just wanting to play something in high school, decided to try something else. And uh, my dad was like, well, why don't you try to give golf a try? I had a few friends that were going to maybe try out for the team um, when, when we were going to start our freshman year. So I, I, I thought I would do that. And, and so it kind of went from there, but um, played high school golf. Um, and then at the end, uh, was able to get a scholarship to play at the University of Indianapolis. Uh, and I played there four years, getting my degree. Uh, I was getting a pre-med degree um, and was going to be a doctor my entire time when I was uh, going through college. But, you know, things change as as uh, you grow and you learn. And, uh, you know, I started playing better golf in college and decided I wanted to try and give it a professional try. And so I uh, played a little professional golf uh, right out of college for about three years on the Futures Tour. It's now called the Epson Tour, but mm-hmm. um, the developmental tour for the LPGA. Uh, played there. I was the first amputee to, to play professional golf, uh, ladies amputee. And so um, it was pretty cool, but mm-hmm. didn't know much about amputee golf or adaptive golf um, until I got out of college. That's kind of when I learned about my first amputee tournament. I played in the U.S. Nationals in, uh, um, oh, uh, geez in Minnesota, uh, played in that tournament and, um, was able to play and, and did well. And, and that's when I started learning about adaptive golf, but, um, became a PJ professional a short time after that, a teaching professional, and then got back into coaching. And now I'm a division one golf coach at Western Michigan, but, uh, you know, golf journey just kind of grew as I grew. Uh, but, um, it was, it's a, it's a wonderful sport. It's a sport anybody can play and, uh, you know, you just, uh, adapt to your abilities and, uh, it works out pretty well. That's right. It's, that's one of the things that I, that I love about the sport is that, you know, 
pretty much anyone can play it and you play it with and you can play with just about anybody else right so it's not uh, a separate sport if you will as you said you played golf before <laughs> long before you knew about adaptive golf or paragolf <laughs> before we before we talk about golf i, I want to go back to basketball because obviously you're in a basketball family in a basketball state and, and community area uh so you played basketball uh up, up until high school you said yeah, I mean, I played basketball, I played soccer, I've played softball, volleyball. I mean, I've tried them all. And um, basketball was definitely, you know, my my sport that I played pretty competitively and was able to, you know, play in the backyard with my brother and uh, dad and just grew up playing that sport and, and loved watching sport. But I mean, I'm a, I'm a big sports nut anyway, so I mm-hmm. like watching different sports. But um, yeah, golf was definitely not my, my top choice. Uh, didn't really even like to watch it at first. And, um, you know, when my dad suggested I try golf, I was like, eh, I don't know about that. I don't know if I'd like it, but, um, you know, obviously grew into loving it. And, and did you have, do you have the height that your brother of your brother and your yeah, father? I'm 5'11". So, I mean, I'm, I'm taller for a woman. Um, yeah. but you know, I, I could dribble and I could shoot pretty well, but you know, the speed and, and the running was definitely the hardest part for me. Sure. Sure. And, and so you said your dad suggested golf. Did you, were you, did he golf? I mean, how did, how did um, that Yeah, he was out? a recreation golfer. I mean, uh-huh. golfed in some leagues with his brother and, um, you know, just, just played for fun here and there. And, um, you just knew I wanted to play something in high school. Um, and, you know, thought that would be a good sport for me. And, um, you know, that summer before my high school freshman year, I just started getting some lessons to, to kind of at least know what I was doing. I mean, mm-hmm. I always suggest that to, to upcoming students is, I mean, at least get a lesson or two. So, you know what you're working on. So, um, was able to do that in the summer and then just kind of went into it. Um, and we had to try out for our high school team because our high school team was pretty good. Um, and I barely made the team. I was the last on the JV team. Um, and then I actually won my very first tournament I ever played in. It was a oh, wow. nine-hole JV reserve invitational on an executive nine-hole course. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it it started me on the right foot, I guess. And that was your freshman year? Yeah, my freshman year. Wow. Yeah. And then just kind of grew into that and then was playing varsity by my junior, senior year. And yeah, um, just got better and better every year. Worked at some golf courses. I worked at... Uh, Colonial Oaks golf course in Fort Wayne for a number of years. Um, you know, I, I really contribute that to getting my game better because I was able to practice and play and um, just, you know, be immersed in the golf environment and learn. And, um, you know, even though I was working, it was a way for me to to be able to play and, and get better. And um, so, I mean, I was there for a number of years uh, throughout high school and throughout college. Um mm-hmm. And just got better and better every year and played in played in different tournaments. Um, in the summer, Indiana has a really good junior golf developmental uh, program and uh, was able to play in a lot of Fort Wayne parks and rec events. And uh, I mean, I never played in any big USGA or Western amateurs or any big tournaments in high school. Um, you know, at that, that point, I, I really wasn't sure what I was going to do with golf. And so I, I didn't know, you know, I, probably wasn't good enough anyways to qualify for those things and um but just develop my game through playing in any competitive tournament that I could I mean mm-hmm. it's it's 
you know, playing competitively is definitely different than going out and practicing by yourself. So, you know, I think that's a, a big uh, contributing factor to, you know, my improvement through, especially in college, uh, just getting better and better through experience. And, and Kim, how did the college scholarship come about? Um, I mean, I, I, like I said, a sports fan wanted to, if I could play a sport in college, it was a good opportunity to get my college paid for. And so um, just was able to contact coaches and, um, you know, fortunate enough to get a, a full ride to go to UND um, as a freshman and uh, played there all four years. Um, first team all conference, won a few tournaments my, my, uh, throughout my career and um, just went from there. But yeah, it was just a good opportunity for me to be able to play and then also get a good education. So for other adaptive athletes that are younger, it's like, you know, to, they need to need to do the research. Yeah. I mean, golf is a, especially for women, there's a lot of great opportunity. I mean, it's getting a little more competitive than it used to be, but mm-hmm. um, it's, it's still a lot of good opportunity to, you know, play a college sport, um, get, get some of your school or all of your school paid for. Um, but yeah, it's a good avenue to, to kind of go down if you're looking for something like that. So, so after college, when did you, when and how did you realize that this is something I want to do competitively? My senior year, um, kind of halfway through my senior year is when I was really debating on what I wanted to do. I mean, a lot of college students kind of go through that, um, you know, getting a degree. A lot of them, you know, are, are going to go towards that path of their degree. And um, I was just really debating what I wanted to do because I was playing some really, really good golf uh, my junior and senior year and was number one on the team and winning golf tournaments and, you know, shooting under par and, and playing some really good golf. And I I didn't want to stop. Um, you know, I, I've always dreamed of, you know, playing a professional sport if I could. And um, I just, I never thought it would be attainable, but, um, you know, my parents were supportive and, you know, uh, they, they wanted me to, to go to med school for sure. I, w- I probably would have been a doctor by now, but, um, you know, I, I just, it was, it was a decision that I wanted to make and, and pursue and, um, but yeah, it really wasn't until about midway through my senior season when I was kind of really debating on, on, should I try to play professional? Should I go to med school? I even took the MCAT, uh, to, to get into med schools and, um, just decided that I wanted to try to play professionally and kind of went that route. And, and then I also right out of college was given an opportunity to coach. Uh, I was the men's and women's assistant at, IPFW, which is now PFW, Purdue Fort Wayne. Hmm. Um, and so I was coaching while I was playing. And so that kind of gave me a little insight into to what college coaching was all about. And and then, you know, once I once I stopped playing as much competitively, I, I got into the PGA and and um became a class A PG, PGA professional. So, you know, I was working in uh, a lot of, you know country clubs and, and golf courses kind of in the business side. And, uh, but knew I always wanted to get back into coaching, you know, at, at some point. And so, you know, that was a goal of mine and, and started out at St. Mary's college was there for eight, eight and a half seasons. Um, and then got this opportunity about two and a half years ago with Western Michigan. 
And, and I want to I want to talk a little bit about coaching. So so we t- because we're coaching, how often are you competitively playing now? Definitely not as much. Um, you know, I going into this tournament at, at Pinehurst, the, the U.S. Adaptive Open, I, I had to get some practice in. So, um, you know, it was a good couple of weeks where I was I was kind of grinding, but um, definitely not as much as I used to. Uh, I try to play in some events where I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I play in a lot of, uh, you know, adaptive opens. Uh, U.S. last fall, I played in the U.S. National Amputee Adaptive Championship um, in Vegas and played in that event for a few years. Uh, I took a little time off because typically it's during our golf season, so it's hard for me to get out there and play. But, um, you know, try to get in some events when I can. But um, you know, my main concentration is is coaching and, and working with my players. But um, yeah, definitely not as much as I used to. And you just played in and won the USGA's US Adaptive Open. So what was it like playing at Pinehurst? Oh, it was a great experience. I mean, just the history behind the, the course and the courses there. Uh, it was my first time there at Pinehurst. So um, just seeing, you know, the community and all the golf courses around the area. Um, it was, it was just really special and pretty cool to have it there. The first one, um, at such a historical venue where, you know, all the, all the greats have played and, um, you know, it's a great start to the event. They're going to, it'll be there again next year. Um, and then after that, uh, they'll, they'll probably go to some different courses, but, um, it's just a great start for the venue. It, it drew in a lot of people, as you could tell. Yeah, a great number of uh, a great number of uh, competitors, and a, and a looked like an amazing group of of competitors as well. So, how was the experience? Oh, I mean, it was top notch. I mean, I I didn't really know what to expect going in. Um, you know, signing up for the event and seeing if I would get in. Uh, the the qualifying process, uh, you you just had to apply, and then. Um, they kind of based it on, you know, get, making sure they had at least two representations from each category that they had. And then after that, it was based on handicaps. And I knew I had a pretty good chance just because of my uh, resume and the way I've played and uh, but didn't know. So, you know, once I found out that I was in, um, you know, it was pretty exciting getting ready for it. And um, <clears throat> but, you know, the experience at Pinehurst and what the USGA put on was was very special for all the participants. I mean, I played in some some bigger tournaments before, um, so I kind of kind of had an idea of what was going to happen. But you know, there were players that have never experienced something like that before, and mm-hmm. um, I mean, they treated us just like any U.S. Open or U.S. Amateur or um, any USGA event they put on. I mean, names were on the back of the caddy bibs and names on the range and, uh, spectators and volunteers. And, um, it was just, it was really special week. And, um, you know, obviously there's some things that the USGA, you know, have learned from the first event and, but, uh, overall, I mean, it was a top notch experience and, you know, one that I'll remember for forever. That's that's awesome. And and since you are a coach, I want to talk a little bit more about the fundamentals of the sport. So, um, first of all, how do you just describe the sport? If you're if you're just talking to um, the general public or to a prospective uh, golfer, what what? How do you describe the sport? 
Um, I mean, I think it's the hardest sport I've ever played. Um, you know, I have played a lot of sports and, and golf is definitely the hardest, but I, I think it's the most rewarding because it's, it's you and the golf course. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the challenge is that, uh, and it's, it's very mental. Um, you know, you have to stay patient and you, and you have to play smart and you have to play aggressively at times, but, um, and you can't play with fear. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a very, it can be a team sport, but it's very individual and, and you can really challenge yourself and regardless of the level you're at, um, you know, it's, it's you and the golf course and, and, you know, that, that, that score, you know, you, you can try to beat regardless if it's a hundred or if it's even par, I mean, you, you have different levels that you can continually grow on and, um, you know, it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of practice. Um, and, and I, I say practice, but I, I should say productive practice, practicing the right way mm-hmm. uh, because you could be out there for hours hitting thousands of golf balls and it not help you a bit, but you know, you could be out there for a half hour and, it, and it'd be very productive for you, depending on what you're working on and what you're focusing on. Um, so it's important that, you know, it, you, you, you have the right mentality going into any practice session or any tournament, but um, you know, it's a lifelong sport that you can play the rest of your life and you can play at any level, at any age, with any disability. Um, I mean, so, I mean, it's, it's a wonderful sport. It's a sport that, you know, a lot of it's starting to grow and, um, you know, with the U S adaptive open, it's, it's really going to gain some feet for, you know, those with disabilities, I think. Definitely. Definitely. And, and so um, what is the game of golf? Like what's, what are the fundamentals? Um, you hit a ball and you hit it into a hole and you try to do it in the least amount of strokes. Uh, that, that easy, you know, huh? <laughs> that's the goal. That is, that is golf in a nutshell. Um, however you can do that without cheating, um, that's the goal. But, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of factors in between that. Um, but you know, the, it's hard because the, the golf golf courses are always different. You never have the same terrain. You never have the same, you know, basketball, you have the same dimensions, the same height of the rim, the same ball, um, you know, but golf, it's always different every time. And so learning how to, you know, adjust on the fly. I mean, I definitely had to do that at Pinehurst, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm up here in, in Michigan, the Midwest, and, you know, the grass is a lot different than down south. And, you know, that's something you have to learn and get used to. If you And, uh, you know, it was something I definitely had to do. And, um, you know, that's the beauty of the game. Um, it's a very social game. And, uh, you know, but deep down, it's hitting a golf ball into a hole and getting it there as least amount of strokes as you can. <laughs> so unlike unlike most sports, you you want the low score, not the high score. Yes, yes, that is the goal. <laughs> and uh, talk talk a little bit about um, the the different types of like uh, golf, uh, like the the different type of clubs. Uh, as far as like, so if you like, if you just began uh, at a hole, you know you know, what typically kind of club do you use? And then I know you work your way through. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on what hole you're playing. If it's par four, par five, par three, um, 
depends on your level, but mm-hmm. you know, typically you're teeing off with the driver, your longest club in your bag hits, hits the farthest. And, um, you know, then hopefully you're in the fairway after that and, um, you know, hitting an mm-hmm. iron or, or fairway wood into a green and, um, you know, hopefully you're hitting the green. And if, if you are, you're, you're putting, if you're not, you're, you're chipping with a wedge and, uh, trying to get up and down. I mean, it, that's kind of my goal. The whole, uh-huh. the whole tournament was to just get on the green and regulation and make some pars. Yeah, definitely. And, and Kim, the thing that always confuse, confuses me is, uh, how a handicap is, uh, determined. So what is your handicap? And can you just, for those that are listening, Talk about what I yeah, hate. my handicap um, is a 1.8. Um, if you think of zero being even par or mm-hmm. for more, most courses, a 72, um, you know, 1.8 is 73, 74, typical mm-hmm. shooting. Um, so a handicap is used to kind of um, make the field equivalent, you know, because the, the beauty of, of having a handicap is I could be, I could play a competitive round with somebody who's shooting a hundred. If we're using a handicap, um, typically if somebody was shooting a hundred and, and they were playing against me, they probably wouldn't have too much of a chance to win, but you utilizing a handicap, you know, that, that kind of evens the playing field and, and, um, it's, it's used to, to, to give strokes and, and net events. Um, but, you know, a handicap is established by shooting scores and, and inputting them into, you know, a, a USGA gin system. Um, and they compute your, it's not necessarily an average, but it's a potential, um, you know, and so, um, you know, you're, you're potentially going to shoot these scores. You can shoot higher or you can shoot lower, but uh, based on, you know, what you've done recently, um, it, it gives you a number that you can kind of, again, play equivalent to somebody else. That's the whole point of a, of a handicap. Mm. And obviously the lower, the better, um, you know, there's players that are plus handicaps. And if you're plus, that means you're shooting under par. Mm. That means you have to give strokes to the competition. <laughs> um, so, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not, a, I, I, I was at that level, but definitely not anymore. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's so you can play competitively with others. That's kind of what it's for. And at the U S adaptive open or, or just based on your experience, um, what kind of adaptations are there for uh, individuals with disabilities? Yeah, we had, um, there were seven different categories in, in this tournament. Um, you had leg impairment, you had arm impairment, uh, you had visual impairment, so blind golfers. You had seated golfers. Um, you had um, physical disabilities, so those who weren't missing any limbs but still might have had, like, cerebral palsy or, um, you know, that type of issue or, like, paralyzed one side, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you had short statured, and then you had uh, mental uh, disability. So down syndrome and kind of more on the special Olympics side, but those were the categories in this tournament. Um, they're trying to develop, you know, a system to where you can, uh, get golf and into the Olympics, the Paralympics. Mm -hmm. And so to do that, we have to have a ranking system and, and some guidelines for that. But, 
um, you know, that those were the fields um, or the, the different categories within this championship. Um, but yeah, there's many different ways to be able to play golf and learn. And uh, I mean, at this championship, you, you saw a lot of inspirational golf and uh, you know, I, 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 in this field, I feel like I'm pretty normal with just a leg impairment and um, it's pretty cool to see some other golf out there and, and watch some of the people and how they play and how good they play, you know, knowing how hard this game is. Um, it's, it's pretty, pretty cool to watch. And I, I think, you know, going forward with this championship, you're going to see more, more of it. And, and, uh, what do you think because of that, what do you think is the future of like adaptive golf? I think it's going to continue to grow. I think you're going to see more adaptive, uh, tournaments in States. Um, you've already, you already kind of see it in different countries. I think you, you're going to have more, uh, international events, I think, um, you're going to continue to to see more world rankings out there, um, but I think it's going to continue to grow in in each state. You're going to see more more events for people with disabilities to be able to play in, um, and hopefully you continue to see more clinics out there to to develop some of those golfers and get them introduced into the game. Um, but I, I think it's going to continue to grow, and uh, the more you know visual impact we have, I think the better. Yeah. Any planning to uh, repeat at uh, Pinehurst? Well, I have a five-year exemption, so I'm going to probably go out there next year and see what I can do. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I it's, it's a great event. It's a national championship, um, and, you know, I'm looking forward to defending. Yeah. Well, Kim, anything else you'd like to share? Uh, no, I mean, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you doing this and, and, you know, hopefully, um, you know, like I said, adaptive golf continues to grow. And, um, you know, I think with, uh, putting it out here like this and different media outlets, I think it will definitely do that. And, um, you know, golf's at that point where it's all about growing the game and, um, just excited to see where it leads now. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just honored to be, be the first winner and, um, you know, looking forward to continuing to, to, to bring forth, you know, people with disabilities and, um, no, I appreciate your time. Mm-hmm.